Ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again for some more programming here on WRCR. You're listening to The Good with Kevin Thomas. I am Kevin Thomas. And today uh, we are going to tie music history in with the music that we play today. And uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, if you feel like saying hello or you feel like telling me off or whatever you feel like telling me, it's real simple. All you have to do is dial the number, 845-429-1700. That's 845-429-1700. It is great to be here with you once again for another day where we celebrate uh, the greatness of music and uh, the flexibility of music because, uh, you know, you can you can hear a song and it'll fit your mood for just about any mood that you have. Uh, so I hope that this music uh, cheers you up. I hope that it brings back great memories from the past. And uh, I hope that uh, you find it beneficial for your day. So uh, we'll begin with music history in just a moment. But uh, first, uh, I want to bring this up because, uh, I, you know, I think this is so cool. Uh, John Cena, who is a big uh, star for the uh, WWE uh, and has been for, for many years, uh, has just set a new world record. He has granted the most wishes... Through the Make-A-Wish Foundation, 650 wishes made. Uh, now, of course, Make-A-Wish is a nonprofit organization that helps fulfill the desires of children with critical illnesses. Uh, now, John Cena, is uh, he granted his first Make-A-Wish in 2002, just three years after beginning his professional wrestling career. Uh, in fact, uh, according to a press release from the Guinness World Records, John Cena is the celebrity children most often request to meet. Uh, now, he said, uh, if you ever need me for this ever, I don't care what I'm doing. I will drop what I'm doing and be involved because I think that's the coolest thing. If I can offer a fantastic experience, I'll be the first in line to do my part. Now, in 2012, Cena gave the foundation's 1,000th request to a fan named Cardin. In 2015, he became the first celebrity to grant 500 wishes. Uh, he's also been a major voice in the WWE's Be a Star anti-bullying campaign, a program that encourages young people to treat each other with tolerance and respect through education and grassroots initiatives so kudos has to go out to john cena uh he's been entertaining audiences for many years and uh as big a career as he has he also has a big heart for sure 
So let's begin our journey through music history on this date. September 29th already. So uh, let's begin with September 29th, 1959. Well, Barry Gordy, uh, on this date, had his uh, third release uh, with the newly established Motown Records. And this song, on this date, 1959, entered the Billboard pop chart. It was a song by the Miracles, of course, with uh, Smokey Robinson called Bad Girl. And uh, you'll hear that song uh, later on in the hour. Uh, you know, so that that got the ball rolling for uh, the hit-making machine that Motown was. Now, check this out. September 29th, 1961, Robert Shelton uh, wrote a glowing review of Bob Dylan uh, in the New York Times. Uh, he had... Uh, uh, performed at Gertie's Folk City, uh, that old venue uh, in Manhattan. And he, he said he was one of the most distinctive stylists to play Manhattan in months. Now, on that same day, Dylan also played harmonica at a recording session produced by John Hammond. So some uh Interesting times back then, the burgeoning superstar that Bob Dylan would become. September 29th, 1967, the Beatles were working over at Abbey Road Studios in London, and they just mixed this new John Lennon song called I Am the Walrus. And uh, Lennon composed the song by combining, combining three songs that he had been working on. When he learned that a teacher at his old primary school was having students analyze Beatles lyrics, he added a verse of nonsense words. <laughs> John Lennon was a character. That, that is for sure. Uh, now, we continue and we go to September 29th, 1973. Grand Funk Railroad went to number one on the singles charts with the, the first of two number one hits they would have uh this one was we're an american band pretty good song right there and matter of fact uh, i might have something to say about grand funk railroad in just a bit uh now we go to september 29th 1984 prince and the revolution started a two-week run at number one on the singles charts with let's go crazy his second number one hit it was the opening track on both the album and the film Purple Rain. So we continue, and we got to talk about September 29th, 1989. So uh, Bruce Springsteen was uh, riding around in a motorcycle uh, uh, from Los Angeles, and uh, he ended up going to Matt's Saloon in Prescott, Arizona, and he ended up jamming with the house band. So they played a bunch of uh, a bunch of rock and roll classics, including uh, "Don't Be Cruel," of course, Elvis, uh, "Sweet Little Sixteen, and "Route 66, uh, Chuck Berry, uh, with the "Sweet Little 16." Uh, Bruce also donated a hundred thousand dollars to a barmaid's hospital bill. That's quite a day right there. That's pretty cool. Uh, so we continue down the list. And uh, I'll see if there's uh, 
anything worth mentioning here. Let's talk about September 29th, 2018. Uh, this artist is going to start our music off for today, and it was a blues guitarist and singer-songwriter Otis Rush. Uh, back in 2018, on this date, he passed away from a stroke at the age of 84. Uh, matter of fact, uh, you talk about uh, some of the songs he's done, I Can't Quit You, Baby, which eventually uh, Led Zeppelin would make into uh, a signature song of theirs. Uh, well, uh, Otis Rush did his version back in 1956, and it went to number six on the Billboard R&B chart. Uh, two of his other uh, well-known songs are uh, Double Trouble and All Your Love, I Miss Lovin'. Uh, so uh, Otis Rush will start the music off for us in just a bit. Uh, now we continue and we talk about September 29th. 2020, we said goodbye to Australian singer-songwriter Helen Reddy, who passed away at the age of 78. During the 70s, she placed 15 singles at, on the top 40 of the Billboard Hot 100. Six made the top 10, and three reached number one, including her signature song, I Am Woman. And uh, then we continue on that same date back in 2020. Uh, country singer, songwriter, and actor Mac Davis passed away at the age of 78, as, as, along with Helen Reddy. Uh, in his early career, uh, he wrote for Elvis Presley. Uh, he gave him songs like Memories, uh, In the Ghetto, Don't Cry Daddy, and A Little Less Conversation. Uh, and uh, he also had a solo career, Mac Davis did. And uh, he had hits such as Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me. He also starred in his own variety show or Broadway musical in various films and TV shows. Mac Davis. Mac Davis right there. Let's talk about birthdays on this date. And uh, <clears throat> we go way back in time. September 29th, 1907. America's singing cowboy, Gene Autry, was born on this date. Uh, he had 25 top 10 country hits in a row during his career. Uh, he passed away at the age of 91 back in 1998. Uh, important figure in the history of country music. Now we talk about September 29th, 1935. Perhaps one of the most important musicians in rock and roll history. Singer and pianist Jerry Lee Lewis, often known by his nickname, The Killer. Uh, back in 1958, he went to number one on the charts with Great Balls of Fire. And uh, in 1957, he had the hit Whole Lot of Shaking going on. Uh, his first recordings were over at Sun Records in Memphis in 1956. Pretty cool right there. Now, we talk about September 29th, 1939, Tommy Boyce, singer and songwriter, born on this date. Uh, now, he wrote quite a few songs during his time, especially with uh, fellow songwriter uh, Bobby Hart. Uh, songs like I Wonder What She's Doing Tonight, uh, Last Train to Clarksville, and I'm Not Your Stepping Stone, both of which uh, the Monkees made big. And uh, here's an interesting song that Tommy Boyce was a part of, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? 
Uh, his songs sold over 40 million records. Uh, he passed away back in 1994. Now we go to September 29th, 1943. Manuel Fernandez from the Spanish group Los Bravos, born on this date. Los Bravos had a big hit back in 1966, went to number four on the chart with Black is Black. Uh, they were the first Spanish rock band to have a hit single in the good old U.S. of A. So uh, definitely a pretty cool thing right there. Now, I said I was going to bring up uh, Grand Funk Railroad again, and the reason why is because on this date in 1948, Mark Farner, lead singer, guitarist, and songwriter, lead guitarist for Grand Funk Railroad, uh, born on this date. Uh, they had a number one single with uh, their version of The Locomotion, along with uh, plenty of other hits along the way. Uh, they were uh, one of the most successful bands of the 1970s, selling over 20 million albums. Uh, no doubt about it. So uh, we talk about uh, September 29th, 1958, Mick Harvey from the Australian rock band Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, born on this date. Uh, they released over 15 studio albums, uh, and uh, they were a big hit in Australia, and uh, they, they are definitely known, especially from, uh, by musicians over here in the good old U.S. of A. So uh, we continue. Uh, we talk about uh, September 29th, 1965, Ian Baker, keyboardist with the English group Jesus Jones, born on this date. They had a big hit back in 1990, went to number two on the charts with Right Here, Right Now. Uh, definitely a great song right there. Uh, we talk about September 29th, 1987, Joshua Farrow, guitarist with the rock band Paramore, born on this date. Uh, Paramore, uh, their self-titled fourth studio album, hit number one on the charts back in 2013. Looks like looks like we have a call. Let's see who we've got. You're on with Kevin and the Your Good. Business has been pre-approved for a ten-year term loan. Ah, good old spam calls. What can you say? September 29th, nineteen ninety-four. Uh, it was the birth date of singer and songwriter Ashley N Nicolette Frangiapani, known professionally as Halsey. Uh, she achieved success with the release of Closer, a collaboration with the Chainsmokers. The song topped the charts in over 10 countries, including right here in the good old U.S. of A. And uh, if you listen to the music close enough here on, on the station, uh, you'll hear her song Without Me uh, on our airwaves here. Now, uh, let me see if I missed anything along the way. Uh, well, how about this date in 1991? MTV played the music video for Smells Like Teen Spirit for the first time. It was most Americans' first look at Nirvana. And a little over a month later, the song would be number one in the country. So uh, definitely, definitely a, a game-changing single right there. Uh on this date in 2003, McDonald's launched their I'm Loving It ad campaign with Justin Timberlake singing the ba-da-da-da-da, -da -da -da, 
uh, Hook and releasing a full-length version of the jingle as a single. It became the company's longest-running ad campaign. So uh, now you know who to blame for that that, uh, ad right there. Uh, Now, uh, 1997 was a good year for the Verve. Now, what's interesting is that the Verve uh, broke up two years prior to this. Uh, they, on this date in 1997, they released their album, Urban Hymns. And uh, it, it was supposed to be a solo project for frontman Richard Ashcroft. Uh, but what ended up happening is that the band ended up getting back together because of the success of Bittersweet Symphony that came off that album. Uh of course, there was the whole story with the Rolling Stones and whatnot, but we won't get into that right now. Uh, also on this date, uh, we've got uh, Prince and the Revolution hitting number one with Let's Go Crazy. I believe I did say that, actually. Uh, here's an interesting one. Uh, a monumental moment in the history of hip-hop music. Back on this date in 1980, Curtis Blow released his self-titled debut album on Mercury Records. It was the first rap album issued on a major label, and now it owns the show. No doubt about it. Big step for hip-hop right there. Uh, It looks like we're good on music history. Uh, Actually, I'll I'll add uh, one more thing uh, to this. Back on this date in 1966, Jimi Hendrix met the final member of the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Bassist Noel Redding had unsuccessfully auditioned for Eric Burden's band The Animals at the Birdland Club in London, but he ended up getting the job with none other than Jimi Hendrix. Now, uh, Noel Redding was really uh, a guitarist, uh, you know, just a regular guitarist. He actually switched to bass just to play in Hendrix's band. Uh, so, and of course, now uh, Noel Redding, along with Mitch Mitchell and Jimi Hendrix, are members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, let's begin our music right now with a little double trouble from Otis Rush here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. Your love got me walking when I have no place to go. Your love got me walking when I have no place to go. Yeah, like to take you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. One, two, three.
lover, just so trouble. It's hard to keep a job laid off from having double trouble. But hey, hey, yeah. They say you can make it if you try. It's hard for me to keep these clothes to wear Your love got me walking, baby, when I have no place to go My bad luck and trouble's taking me, I have no money to show It's hard for me to keep these clothes well.
She's not a bad girl because she made me
Wow, that uh, that is a journey of a song right there. That is the Beatles with I Am the Walrus here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. Before that, we had Motown's first hit single, uh, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles with Bad Girl. Before that, we had Prince with Let's Go Crazy on the anniversary of it reaching number one on the charts. And Otis Rush, the late great Otis Rush with Double Trouble. Uh, we've got more music coming up in just a moment, and uh, we're going to start off with Grand Funk Railroad on Mark Farner's birthday. Uh, he is the voice. He is the guitarist. You're going to hear him in just a moment. Uh, got to talk about this, though. There was uh, the water boy for a football team in Australia has described being plucked out of the crowd on AFL Grand Final Day as the moment of his life. Sam Morefoot is 29 years old and he has Down Syndrome. Uh, he is the head water boy for the Geelong Football Club in Victoria, Australia, also known as the Cats. Now, last weekend, Geelong defeated the Sydney Swans to win the Cup in the AFL Grand Final, similar to the Super Bowl here in America. Of course, not as big as the Super Bowl, though. Uh, after the game, the Cats captain, Joel Selwood, spotted Morefoot in the stands and invited him onto the field at Melbourne Cricket Ground to take part in the lap of honor. Now, uh, Morefoot would later on say, I'm very proud of my boys to win a premiership. Joel said he wanted to get me on the ground. That was the moment of my life. What an honor. Now, Morefoot has been a lifelong Geelong supporter who started working as the club's head water boy in 2015. Now, Selwood, uh, 34 years old, was appointed to the AFL's inaugural disability inclusion ambassador last year uh, before the match on Saturday he ran through the team banner with three-year-old Levi Ablett a son of his former teammate and one of the greatest Geelong players of all time Gary Ablett Jr. Now Levi has a rare degenerative uh, disease. Uh, Selwood announced his retirement and he is the only cat in history with four premierships. Uh, so a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on there for sure. Uh, you know, it really is amazing to see, uh, you know, sports teams recognize uh, anybody uh, who helps them out. Uh, certainly in this case, uh, it, it's great to see that uh, everybody is a vital part of the operation and uh, most certainly uh you know, uh, especially Morefoot. Now we continue. We go with Grand Funk Railroad. Sit back and relax and enjoy this one. I'm your captain, closer to home, here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. <laughs> Thank you. 
your captain Though I'm feeling mighty sick I've been lost now, days uncounted And it's months since I've seen home Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Or am I all alone? 
you don't need time to see me again. Oh, what can I do? Cause I, I'm feeling blue. I can't choose and still must lose my
Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. Wrap up our show today with Smells Like Teen Spirit. Music video debuting on MTV all those years ago. And uh, it changed the way that rock music was played uh, after that. Los Bravos with Black is Black, uh, one of their biggest hits right there. And before that, Grand Funk Railroad with I'm Your Captain, Closer to Home. I'm Kevin Thomas. I want to thank you for joining me today here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. Uh, Coming up next, we have Clem in the PM giving you that radiotherapy that you need from three to five weekdays here on WRCR. Then at 6 p.m., the last one for the week, it's Open Bible Church International Hour of Prayer with Bishop Jean-Francois. And uh, it'll be on at 6 p.m. tonight here on WRCR. Don't forget the morning show with Jeff and Will, who wants to be a volunteer. The Gumbo Yaya show at 11 tomorrow. Plenty of good radio coming up. And, of course, the Do-Off Dream Machine tomorrow at 6. So tune in for all of it. It's all great stuff. And I'm so glad to be a part of this team. So God bless. Have a great rest of the day. And I'll see you on the flip side.